2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 14, and this is when, remember a few months ago when I talked about Uzzah, how he tried to catch the ark as they were bringing it in, and it didn't end well for Uzzah. They go through some, some stuff, and this is actually right after that, just a few verses down, and, and they're bringing the ark of the Lord into Jerusalem again. And David is happy. Verse 14, And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting, with the sound of the trumpet. Amen, pastor, with that trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, who was David's wife, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. And I'm going to preach to us for a few minutes today. I didn't stop dancing. I just changed partners. (laughs) Some of y'all already think you know where this is going, and you probably don't. (laughs) You're already like, Let's get ready. Let's get ready. I didn't stop dancing. I just changed partners. Lord, help us to receive from your word today. I thank you for your presence that's in this place. Surely, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Lord, you're here to meet us, to instruct us, to help us. And I pray, Lord, that we would get this in our minds and in our hearts today. Lord, that we would be who you have called us to be and made us to be. That we would have a song in our heart today. In Jesus' name, let your will be done in this place. And everyone said in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord as you're seated in the presence of the Lord. So we, just, just to recap, the ark is being brought back into Jerusalem, this, this signifying, symbolizing the glory of the Lord. And this is, this is, not, this is not a possession that uh, Israel was just like, eh, we don't care where it's at, it's in storage somewhere. This wasn't like that. David was happy. And he danced before the Lord with all his might. Now he's there's a group coming in, and David's not just waiting on them. He's not just waiting and just dancing somewhere. He's, he's with it. He's, go, he's, he's entering the city with them. He's, he's helping bring it in, and he is dancing before the Lord with all his might. He doesn't care what he looks like, doesn't care who sees him. And his, uh, uh, Saul's daughter, she, she sees him from the window and says she despised him in her heart. And, and you see on down, and I'll, I'll probably touch on this shortly, but she, she says, oh, look, just look how great the king looked today, just mocking him. And, oh, didn't you make a fool of yourself today? And the, the people that saw you acting like a fool, looking like a fool, she, she accused him of, of immodesty and all kinds of stuff. And, and David says, it was to the Lord. And he basically tells her, and that wasn't nothing. (laughs) 
And so <clears throat> David was in the doghouse that night. <clears throat> but he didn't care. He danced before the Lord with all his might. Now I want to tell you today, I'm not preaching this because by the end of this service, I'm going to make you dance. There is nothing worse in a church service than a forced praise break. And I've, I've seen it all over. I've been to the biggest conferences and I've seen it. And they think, all right, you know what? It would be fun. Some of the musicians get happy. They think, I learned this new run. I'm about to show everybody. And we're about to praise break. <clears throat> There's nothing worse than a forced praise break when you can tell that they don't want to praise. <laughs> it's not fun on either end. It's not fun to be in the congregation and somebody's like, you're a worthless piece of trash if you don't praise the Lord right now. That's not fun. <clears throat> and it's not fun when you feel that the service is trying to break that way, but the people just don't, it, it, the atmosphere is not there. And it's not fun to be the one that's saying, please, somebody praise the Lord. It's not fun. It's not fun to try and make people dance. <clears throat> you can't manufacture that kind of power that comes in, in praise because praise, it comes from your heart. And it comes from your mindset. And it's, when it's manufactured, it, it means nothing. You're just watching a circus. And so I'm not going to try and force anybody to dance in this place. I'm not going to holler at you and tell you to run the aisles. But I'm going to try and help us understand a few points about ourselves and what we do. And this is my charge from the Lord today. I want to say first that everybody dances. Everybody dances. I don't care if you say you don't dance. Just, you're alone in your car, you dance. You're in the shower, and you start feeling, man, my voice sounds really good with these acoustics in here, you're dancing. Everybody dances. Everybody's been dancing for a long time, and, and the, uh, dancing's not anything new. It's nothing new. Different cultures, different places, different countries, they have different dances. You can throw some of those up. Okay, you, you see, you just, just keep them coming. Just, you got different cultures. They dance in different ways. They dance for different reasons. And I can't, I don't know what that is. That's, <clears throat> that may have been fighting. And it's, it's a beautiful thing, it's an interesting thing to see the way that different cultures, they dance and they have these things that's specific to their, their culture and they, they dance for different reasons, they dance uh, because they're happy, sometimes they dance in mourning, sometimes they dance because they need it to rain, they need, they, you know, uh, whatever, they're, there's all these different things, I think that's a jitterbug right there, I'm not sure, and that's more... Okay, Foxtrot. Uh, I think that's a boot scooting boogie right there. Um, looks like a square dance, maybe. And I've seen people square dance in church. Got some break dancing. I could do that for y'all right now, but y'all aren't ready for that. Got flossing. 
Anybody know this one? Anybody know the floss kid? I don't know how that got on there, but sometimes that's how some of y'all look in the shower. <clears throat> this was a, a, a 90s cultural thing, a dance, and I think this is a, a river dancing, Lord of the Dance, and this is something from my days when I was in eighth grade. This, some of y'all don't understand this culture right here. People go to clubs and they dance. I checked all these to make sure there was nothing y'all shouldn't see in these photos. This actually is a heavy metal concert, and that's how they dance there. You might not realize that, but this is how they dance at heavy metal concerts. It's called moshing. This guy, um, I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. And uh, I think this is maybe a, a Hebrew Thing. This is, yeah, he's doing this thing right here. This, just bear with me for a moment. I'm trying to show you everybody dances. This guy dances without a head. So everybody, he, everybody dances. Where's, where's the one of that, of, of that guy that we know, uh, Cade? Where's that? See, even this guy, probably not very good, but I'm an equal opportunity offender. So I want to show you also that even, even Biden hits the gritty sometimes. He's definitely not falling down the stairs. He is dancing. Everybody, everybody dances. Everybody dances. Throw up up David for me, Cade. And you can see, now this this wasn't captured in person. This is an artistic rendering, but there he is. And look, he's got his harp out. He never threw that thing away from when he was a a shepherd boy, and he's still praising the Lord. The glory of the Lord's coming in, and David is dancing with all his might. So everybody dances. And I want you to understand that these different cultures and backgrounds, they dance, but it's part of kingdom culture to dance as well. Dancing is biblical. We dance in church. I don't think that's any secret. That's, that's, you come here, you expect somebody's dancing. Don't matter, sometimes fast song, slow song, no music at all. Somebody's leaping, dancing, running the aisles, something. That's, that's something that I think we can agree that, that we do here at this church. But it's not just our church. Uh... It's not just apostolic Pentecostal churches. It used to just be us. But dancing in church is cool now. <laughs> I'm not trying to slam anybody. I'm just saying dancing in church is cool now. There, there may be a handful of churches, kinds of churches that you could go to and they still uh, sit there like statues. But uh, lots of denominations now, they're, they're moshing every, every Sunday and and you look, you look at these, these big ones. I'll tell you who's made dancing in, 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 in all churches uh, a big thing. You look at ones like Hillsong. You look at Elevation and Maverick City and these ones. And they're, I don't know about Maverick City. Kurt Franklin, he needs to, he, somebody needs to rein him in a little bit because I'm not sure what he's doing is dancing. But, but everybody dances in every denomination now. Do you come to church and and people are going to dance. They're usually going to clap their hands and lift their voice. And, and it's just, it shouldn't be a strange thing to understand that we dance in church. 
And again, dancing is biblical. When they crossed the Red Sea, they got across, and right there, Miriam said, we're writing a song. She said, somebody get, somebody get a tambourine. And they started singing about, oh, the Lord just drowned the Egyptians. The Lord swallowed them up. You know, they're, they're going. They're like, they, they thought they had us, but we sure got away. And they're, they're, they're dancing and singing. As soon as they get over the other side of the Red Sea, Dead bodies on the shore from the Egyptians. That's what the Bible says. And they're just like, oh, oh, let me jump over him. And oh, thank God we made it. They're dancing and singing and praising the Lord. When the prodigal son returned home, when the, when the, 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 the older son, when he's uh, the older brother, <clears throat> he's outside the house moping around and kicking rocks. And it said, but it said he could hear music and singing. They were, they were throwing a party for this son that was lost and had come home again. They were, they were dancing and singing, so there was music. Bible says in Ecclesiastes, when it's listing all these seasons, it says there's a time to dance. Uh, Bible says he, he turned my mourning into dancing. He, it says, let, let them praise his name in the dance. Uh, look at, at, at Psalm 150. Praise you the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud sounding cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. That's the last psalm. He said, after everything I've said, there's been, there's been some happiness, there's been some crying, there's been some questioning, there's been all these things that I've written, all these songs, and the last thing in the book, he said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Psalm 150 sounds a lot like a church at RAC, I think. The loud sounding cymbals, the stringed instruments with singing and dancing, and that sounds a lot like how we have church. And it should. Is this okay? Y'all still with me? Dancing is biblical. Dancing and singing and lifting your voice and, and, and running and leaping and clapping and all this stuff is biblical. And that's why I say a lot of times, you may feel, well, they'll think I'm foolish if I dance or if I step out of my seat and I lift my, my hands or I clap my hands or I, I maybe, maybe jump a little bit and they'll, they'll think I'm foolish. I, I tell you, nowadays, I think we have it easier because you actually look more weird if you don't move in church. If you're not moving in church, that's when you look out of place. That's not to say, hey, if you... If you well, I usually just sit here like a bump on a log. Don't go nowhere. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to help us understand some things. That dancing is a church thing. It's a Christian thing. It's a child of God thing. And y'all said, I don't really feel like dancing right now. Where are you going with this, Jake? Bear with me. Why do we dance? Why, when we come to church, why do we dance? I already said that in, in different cultures, people dance for different reasons. 
I mean, all uh, just a plethora of different reasons people dance. But why do we dance when we come to church? A lot of times, there, there are different reasons people dance when they, they come to church, and, and not all of them are, are good reasons. Sometimes people dance for the wrong reasons. Sometimes they dance because I want to be seen. Sometimes they see, you know, and I'm not saying it happens here, but I've, I, have, I have seen it happen, and it's kind of funny, but they see the, oh, here comes the, here come, the media is, is passing right here. Let me get right in the camera, and I'm just going to go with everything. Hey, <clears throat> people dance for the wrong reasons sometimes. Sometimes people can tell. Sometimes they can't. <clears throat> but I don't dance in church to be seen. I don't dance, a lot of people, again, I, I hope I'm not getting into a touchy subject, a lot of people think that, well, you only dance in, you know, they, they dance this way in, in this kind of church, and, and we dance this way in this kind of church. Some people, they, they say there's white churches, black churches, Hispanic churches. They say, this, you know, this is how they dance here. We don't dance here. They, you know, they dance like this here. It's, this church is not a white church, black church, Hispanic church. It, this is a kingdom church. This is a multicultural, multiracial. This is what heaven looks like, church. And so the color of my skin or my culture or background doesn't have anything to do with why I dance in church. And again, I don't do it to be seen. I, I don't do it because I'm hyped up. <clears throat> I don't do it because I'm trying to just blend in with what everybody else is doing. I don't do it because the music is just right. Not even because I'm apostolic Pentecostal. I dance because I'm saved. I dance because I'm redeemed. I dance because I'm washed. I dance because I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. And because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that He's done for me, my soul cries out, Hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, my feet just can't stay on the floor. My Oh, my backside just can't stay in that seat when I think of the goodness of Jesus. That's why I dance. That's why I get happy in church. That's why I lift my voice. That's why I clap my hands. That's why I might look a little foolish. Because I'm not dancing for you, and I'm not dancing for you. I'm not dancing to impress my crush. I'm not dancing so I can get on social media. I'm I'm dancing unto the Lord. I'm singing unto the Lord. My praise is going straight to heaven. It's, it's a heart thing. It's a heart thing. And you're starting to realize now I'm not just talking about dancing, right? It's a heart thing. It comes from my heart. And people, people they love to pull this one out. They say, oh... That's just a bunch of emotionalism. That's just emotion. That's all, all that it, you're getting in there and, you're, and, and your emotions are just taking over. That's not, that's not of God. Man, you ought to see, we, we've got, what, like 15,000 followers on our church's Instagram page, something stupid like that. It's, it's ridiculous. And you should see some of the comments. The majority of them are good. 
Some of them are like, y'all are full of the devil. This is, this is exactly what Jesus doesn't want us to do. This all, all that jumping, dancing. I mean, I'm, I'm not being, ex- and it, ask, ask the ones that have c- control over it. The stuff that, that, that uh, I, I get shown. and People are like, yeah, that's just a bunch of emotionalism. Y'all just get carried away. That, that ain't right. Y'all, y'all are going to have to answer for this. And y'all blah, 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 blah. Delete. Block. And they say it's just emotion. Well, yes, I'm emotional. If if I was if I was dying and needed a, 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 a vital organ, and somebody, you know, gave me one of theirs, and it saved my life, I wouldn't be like, "Thanks, bud." You don't think you'd be falling apart when you met the person that saved your life? If somebody pulled you out of a burning building, would you high-five them and then go get McDonald's? No. You'd probably be hanging off of them. You'd be saying, what can I do to repay you? I, I owe you my life. Thank you. You'd be crying. You'd be emotional. You'd probably be friends forever after that. I don't know. I get emotional when I think about how lost I was. And people in church, they get emotional when they think about, I was bound by addiction. I had drug addiction, alcohol addiction. I was lost in sin. My life was falling apart. I was on my way to hell. And Jesus had mercy on me. So I'm not just going to come in and high-five him. I get emotional when I think about how I was lost, but now I'm found. I get emotional how when I think about how imperfect I am and the Lord loves me anyway. How I messed up so bad and the Lord snatched me out of that pit anyway. I get excited when I think that this world is falling apart, but I'm on my way to heaven and it won't be very long and I'll fly away. I get emotional. I get excited. Yeah, I'm emotional. The emotion I'm feeling is gratitude, excitement, thankfulness. Oh, what singing. Oh, what shouting on that happy morning when we all shall rise. I'm excited because I'm saved and sanctified and on my way to heaven. Yes, I'm emotional. I'm emotional when I get in the presence of the Lord. I cry when I worship because I'm overwhelmed with the goodness of God. I jump and dance when the music is going and we're singing His praises because I can't contain it. I'm excited about the Lord. Do I need to give y'all the football analogy? Do I need to throw that one out there again? Thousands and thousands of people, they rip their shirt off and paint their team's name on their chest and they, they, they get out there and they throw stuff and they holler and they jump up and down and they get in fist fights because somebody scored a touchdown. You don't think they're emotional? That's, get, that's letting your emotion get the better of you. So I'm emotional in the presence of God. 
I'm emotional when I think about the goodness of Jesus. And so again, I think you're understanding that this is, I'm not just talking about dancing. I'm talking about what's overflowing from my heart. I'm trying to help us, church. Uh, Again, I'm not trying to get you to to dance. I'm not trying to make you dance. You make the decision. I'm not being mean. You make the decision to sit there and not move in the house of God. And I'm not calling nobody out. Again, this is general. If I come in and I make the decision, I'm not moving I'm not lifting my hand. I'm not lifting my voice. I'm not going to worship. That's my decision. And if somebody forced me to, it it doesn't make a difference because it's not from my heart. I'm trying to help us understand that what's in our heart, the gratitude that's in our heart, the thankfulness that's in our heart, the excitement that we feel about being saved and sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost, that excitement, that gratitude, it should be overflowing from my heart when I come into the presence of the Lord. I'm trying to help us, church. I'm trying to help us going forward in our walk with God. You ought to continually bless the Lord and let His praises continually be in your mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. And so I'll dance and sing whether I like the song or not. Oh, come on, somebody. I'll I'll, I'll dance whether the sound system messes up or not. It don't matter. Whether I think it's too loud or not loud enough. Whether I had a bad morning or not. Whether bills are due or not. If I'm sick or well. If I'm in the valley or I'm on the mountaintop. My dance won't be stolen. My song won't be stolen. My praise won't be stolen. My joy won't be stolen. No matter what changes, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. Oh, you can't steal the song that's in my heart. I might have a situation going on, but I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. Oh, oh, it don't matter. It can be amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. It don't matter because... Ah, that amazing grace, it saved my life. I'll shout, I'll dance, I'll holler. It don't matter. It don't matter what the song is. It don't matter. Ah, because it's from my heart. Where's oh. that This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. Come on! This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Come on, somebody. Come on. I'm trying to help you understand. The world didn't give it to me. The world can't take it away from me. The devil didn't give it. The devil can't take it. Oh, I will bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. (sighs) 
I wish somebody would just offer that to the Lord right now. I'm not forcing you. I'm just giving you an opportunity for a minute. I ain't even going to look at you. I wish you'd just bless the Lord for a moment. If you got it flowing from your heart. Oh, hallelujah. You don't know like I know what the Lord's done for me. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. I don't dance to impress you. I don't sing to impress you. I don't worship and praise to impress you. It's like David said, it's unto the Lord. It's unto the Lord. It's unto the Lord. And if you think I'm being too loud, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you think I'm undignified now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Woo! Come on. Come on. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, I will dance like David danced. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, I will dance like David danced. I don't care how foolish I look to you. I don't care if you think I'm crazy. Y'all ought to expect this from me by now. I'm trying to help you understand. You can be free and liberated in the presence of the Lord. Don't shut up your shout. Don't, oh, don't nail your feet to the floor in this place. Give God some praise. I feel something shifting in this room right now. I'm not trying to manufacture anything, but I feel something rising up in this room. And it's a gratitude that says, oh, it doesn't matter. You can't take the joy of the Lord from me. It doesn't matter if I'm broke or if I got money in the bank. You can't take the joy of the Lord. It don't matter if I'm sick or if I'm well. You can't take the joy of the Lord. It don't matter. Oh, if I got situations and trials and family trouble, you can't take the joy of the Lord in my life. And I tell you, as the world goes on, as the world goes on, and we're here long enough, things are going to get dark in this world. Things are going to get bleak and scary in this world. But they'll still be able to look to a church that's saying, To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. For all the things that he has done. Because you can't take this. You can't beat this out of me. You can't take it out of me. You can't scare it out of me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away.
Oh, I already look crazy. I wish you just look crazy with me. I already sound foolish. I wish you just sound foolish with me and say, glory to God. Oh, I was lost, but now I'm found. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Musicians, you can come. Now, with all this, I'll bring it back to our opening text. And you can stand with me if you're not already. I'll bring it back to our opening that David danced. He didn't care. He said, this is who I am. You got to understand. I'm trying to help us understand. Dancing is not an apostolic thing, a Pentecostal thing, a denominal thing. It's not a white, black, Hispanic. It's, it's a Bible thing. It's a child of God thing. So if you think you're crazy for dancing in church, well, what kind of church do you want to go to? You're crazy for lifting your voice and getting emotional like that. Well, what kind of church do you want to go to? I, I, I sing because I'm redeemed. Because I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. My sins are remitted. I'm not the person that I used to be. The chains that bound me, they're nowhere to be found anymore. The addiction that had me, that kept me in darkness for so long, it's gone now. There was a time that I thought about taking my own life, but now the Lord has freed my mind and my emotions. The Lord delivered me from depression. The Lord delivered me from drugs and alcohol. The Lord delivered me from perversion. The Lord delivered me from the darkness that I was sitting in and I've got a song that the angels cannot sing glory hallelujah I have been redeemed so David comes in and he's dancing before the Lord and his wife looks and she mocks him he says, man, you really, you really look like a fool today. I hope you know that. And there might be a little voice in your ear when you leave church that says, you looked like a fool today. There might be a person in your life that would tell you, you really made a fool out of yourself. It was unto the Lord. And that wasn't nothing. David says, I can be worse than this. That's what he told her. He said, I can do worse than that. I can do more than that. You know what it says? It says that, Therefore Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no child unto the day of her death. She produced nothing because she looked down on praise. She looked down on worship. While others were praising 
and dancing and singing and worshiping. Michael was criticizing. And she produced nothing after her. And I'm not trying to bring us down low and, and scare us on this last note, but I want to tell you, when you don't have that gratitude, that praise and worship overflowing from your heart, you're not producing anything. You're not going to birth anything. You're going to be barren in your walk with God if you look down on praise and worship. If you look down on the dance and the singing and the clapping and the shouting. Because it's not unto men. It's unto the Lord. You can't criticize someone's sacrifice and expect to be blessed for it. You're not doing God's work when you point the finger and say, look at that foolishness. Look, look, at, look at them making a fool of themselves. That's not necessary. That's my sacrifice of praise. There's not much I can give. I definitely can't repay. But I can give this, Lord. It's a sacrifice of praise. It's a sacrifice of worship. You know what I'm laying on the altar? My dignity. You know what I'm laying on the altar? My pride. You know what I'm laying on the altar? What everybody else thinks about me because I don't care because it's unto the Lord. It's a sacrifice of praise. It's a sacrifice of worship. And whether I dance or whether I'm melted in the floor and I'm crying, it's from my heart. And so I wish that all over this room right now, I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you to the altars. I'm inviting you to step out. But all I'm asking for in this place today is just for a, a raw, just, just uninhibited, unfiltered praise to go forth. However you want to praise Him in the dance, or if you've got tears flowing down your face, or you've got to lift your voice or clap your hands. I wish all over this room right now, that praise would go forth that gratitude would go forth and that you'd say God from this point on don't let this faucet turn off let it be a continual flow of praise let it be a continual flow of worship and gratitude and thankfulness